0: Now financial high flyer Sam Stubbs is on a mission to improve basic financial knowledge of New Zealanders. Sam is of course the co-founder and not-for-profit Kiwi's saver scheme Simplicity is the co-founder and managing director I think, aren't you Sam? We got you right, legend, oh, Yes, see. you yeah,
1: are. That's, that's, that's my fancy fence title. Right, we'll
0: <laughs> tick. Uh, with a cost of living crisis and possible recession on the horizon, it's never been more yeah. important to understand how to manage your money. Sam has released a very easy to read, pocket sized guidebook. It's called Money Made Simple, and he's obviously with me now. Good morning.
1: Good morning.
0: Okay, so overall, our New Zealand is good with money.
1: You know, I think they are, actually, and I think they don't give themselves credit for being good with money. You know, if you think about, like, your average person's life, they have to manage cash flow, they've got to look after accommodation, they've got to sort out, you know, money issues to do with food, power, and so on. So I I actually think one of the interesting things about money is most people are actually pretty good at it.
0: So what aren't we good at?
1: I think we're pretty good at managing the fact that we have to get by week by week in managing cash flow. I think there's a, there's an awful lot of us now in Kiwi Service so we're starting to save for our retirement. We've also worked out that um, there are certain investments, particularly home buying, which are desirable from a from a tax point of view too, you know, capital gain capital gains tax free. So I think by and large we do a pretty good job. Of course there are always going to be people who are really struggling with money. And you can always do better. And so the whole point of this this book I wrote was to basically get try and get as many people to get the basics right as possible. And and, and just get those money saving habits in place. Because, you know, habits are really powerful things. If you get them right, you really do well in life by them.
0: Do you think that we make money and and thinking about financial plans and things, do you think we make it more complicated than it needs to be?
1: Uh Quite often, yes, and I don't think the finance industry generally does people a lot of favours there because by and large they're trying to sell on their products and the more complex the products, the more they can charge for them. So, I think getting the basics about money right is actually pretty simple. Mm. And you can actually get rid of a lot of clutter to do with finance like, like you can in life. And so, if you just get some really simple things in place, you'll by and large do very well. And it's sort of interesting my personal journey there, Francesca. You know, I used to have a lot of complexity in my financial affairs, and I've, and I've just simplified it and simplified it more and more as I've got older. And I'm, I'm actually better off for it, not not necessarily because I made more or less money out of it, but because it kind of frees up your mind for the things that really matter in life. You know, you, you can spend an awful lot of time worrying about money and the more complexity you have in it generally, the, the more you worry about it. And that's not not necessarily a good thing. It's not all about maximizing the amount of money you have, you know.
0: It's interesting you say that because my next question was going to be money is a massive worry for people. And it's a a worry for people who have it, who don't have it, who don't, you know, who really don't have it. It kind of goes across the board, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, look, it really does. And I think it's because we keep on getting these messages that if you don't get it right, you'll be poor and you keep on seeing people who you think have done it better than you have. But by and large, actually, most people do, do really, really well with money, and they, they need to give themselves a break. I think they, they also need to talk about it a little uh, more with people. I think we have a very sort of – there's a New Zealand sort of reticence to talk about money. It's almost like it's not polite. But the more you talk about it with your friends and your family, and particularly with the kids, the more familiar you get with it, then you actually start to realise, you know what, I'm actually doing okay, by and large. And <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I've got the basics and right things are okay. You know, if – Fear is a is a very very powerful motivator, but it's also a very bad one. You know,
0: because so. we talk we talk about some aspects of money. Like I might talk to my close friends about our mortgage and how much we've got to pay off yeah. and what rate they're getting, but I I can't remember the last time anybody asked me what I earned or when I asked somebody what what their pay packet was. You know, like there there is this element of oh no, that would be terribly impolite to do that.
1: Yeah, it is, isn't it? And it's sort of like I mean, I. My mom, personal theories, sort of, it's sort of like the English middle-classness that we inherited uh, sort of here in New Zealand because if you live in a place like America or Canada, people very openly talk about what they get paid they're very, you know, and they're very open and talk about what their friends get paid and all those sorts of things. So money becomes a much more familiar topic of conversation and like anything, the more familiarity you have with something, the more comfortable you'll be with it, particularly when it goes wrong. Because remember also that, that I mean, if you think about all the money worries you'll have in life, there's not going to be a single one of them that one of your friends hasn't had. Mm. And yet, if you don't talk about it, you don't find out how they got through it. And, and by and large, if you keep on hearing, you know, if you hear the message, look, you know, this too shall pass. You know, if you're having a problem right now, you'll get over it. Here's how I did it, and so that that sort of like you know, village knowledge that communal knowledge that you get from talking about something, everything else in life. I mean think about how much we talk about how you raise kids how you look after kids, how you deal with problems to do with children and family and friends and love and all that sort of stuff. We do that and we actually you know, we learn stuff all the time from people who've done it before but with money we seem to sort of clam up and uh, I I just think that's wrong and I think also if you want to go to a place to get information as a general rule the simpler the better you know. so, you know, look, I wrote this book, it's simple and easy to read, you know, just like me <laughs> as a person. And uh, it's, it's just got some, some basic truths. And I think if, if most people get those basic truths in place, I think they'll be just fine. And, and I, I actually think most people already do. Where, do.
0: where does the financial literacy need to start? Does it need to be taught in schools or should it be coming from parents?
1: Yeah, look, really, really early, eh, Francesca. Look it's it's like any habit in life. If you if you learn it, the, 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 the earlier you learn it, the better off. Now, there's a particular problem with money, because I think a lot of people say, Hey, listen, you should start it really early early in life, but the problem is is that money's not relevant to most very young children's lives. And so I think when it becomes relevant, when you start getting pocket money or you start paying for things yourself, then it becomes very real. So I'm inclined to think that most of the money education kids should get, they should just get from hearing their parents talk about it when they're very young. Mm. And if you openly discuss money with your kids, they'll just get more familiar with it. I think, the you know, the, the more formal education when it comes into schools, I personally think it should come in at the sort of high school level when actual, actual money becomes more relevant to your daily life. But I do think it should be a compulsory thing. I mean, it's absolutely insane, isn't it? When you think about the number one worry people have on almost every survey I've ever seen, money worries are number one, and yet, it's, yet we don't teach it at school. It's not, it's not part of the formal curriculum. And if you think about just getting the basic habits about money right, if you learnt those things in high school, you carried them through to your adult life and passed them on to your kids, I suspect that we would find out that we would be not only wealthier in life, but would also be a lot less stressed about money. You know, the more you know, the less stressed you are. Look, as
0: I mentioned in the intro, it's it's uncertain times at the moment. I think a lot of people are just, you know, tightening the belt or concerned about how they're going to get through. If there are a lot of tips in the book, two things which I'm immediately going to take care of this week, and that is getting myself into a more appropriate Kiwi saver with more regular contributions and also dealing with insurances. Like I took two things out of this book that I could immediately just address and make changes to. But what advice would you give to people out there? What what tips would you give them to help deal with their money situation right now and remove some of that stress and worry?
1: Well, look, I, I think there are three things you can do really simply. First of all, just talk about money. Talk about your problems with your friends. Don't be embarrassed about it. Everyone has some money worries. And just and start thinking about your money not in terms of your you know your week to week cash flow but think about it in terms of what you're worth. So think about you know your, your your assets and that will make you feel more comfortable because most people are actually wealthier than they think when they add up their assets. And then and then I think you know you'll see that there are sort of eight you know golden rules of money. I give eight little tips. And just read that and just pick up on one of them. I mean. Good, good on you for looking at your insurances, eh, because there are like, there's a crazy number of people who don't have enough insurance, but there are also quite a few who have too much and are paying too much. Um, so so the, 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 there's some very, very simple things. I think the, the most important thing, though, is if you possibly can, is just sit down and write out a budget, right? Just sit down and work out what are you actually spending money on, where are you getting your money from? That can be fairly easily done. There's all sorts of great online t- um, online tools you can do to that. If you go to Sorted or Money Hub or one of those websites, there's some fantastic tools. It takes you 15 or 20 minutes, and you'll educate yourself about how you spend money.
0: And that, that's something I picked up throughout the book that you do give people these you know places to go where you, you know you can go and help get yourself sorted and work out where you're at. You know, do we need financial advisors? You know, there's this sort of pressure if you're going to get yourself Um, sorted, you've got to go and get some professional help and things.
1: Yeah, some people do. I mean, the more complex your financial affairs, the more advice you'll need. I don't think that most people need financial advisors, but I think you can actually get on top of your finances really uh, really simply. But financial advisors can be very useful if you have complex affairs. I mean, I, I would give one piece of advice on this, though. I would always pay for their services, like you pay for a lawyer, or you pay for a doctor. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't use a financial advisor who's getting a commission from you know products that they're selling. But but yes, they can they can do some. They can be very very useful if you have complex financial affairs. But the vast majority of people' financial affairs are actually pretty simple financial issues, right? You know if you you know you're getting your money in, you're running a your household, you're buying or renting a house, you're saving some money in KiwiSaver, you're getting yourself a rainy day fund, you've got some basic insurances. That's all that most people need, you know.
0: Sam, why is this important to you? You've done very well for yourself uh, in the world of finance and then you're now yeah. working with some Placidian things. Why Why is it important for you to be sort of, um, y- you know, that you want the rest of New Zealand to be good at managing their money? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, look, I, I mean, I, I think I chose my parents well and there were a couple of teachers who had some really, really, you know, core values in life. And look, I grew up in Sunnyvale in West Auckland and I was surrounded by what I call the working poor and these were people who, um, you know, they, they had jobs and they had enough money, but just enough money. And it only took one thing to really tip them over and really make life very difficult. It might be an illness or divorce or something like that. And I grew up, I grew up surrounded by that. And look, I got just got very lucky in life. Then I just got to a point in life where I thought, look, I'm not actually looking after the people in though I'm not looking after ordinary New Zealanders. And here I am in a very lucky position to be able to do that with both the. The knowledge and the money to be able to run a non-profit, or you know, basically help set one up. So, so I, I just I decided to get back to to my to, to my core values, to my sort of westy principles, and help others out. And look, at, this is just my way of giving. Everyone has their own way, you know, netball coaches, rugby coaches, food banks. Everyone's giving in one way or another. This just happens to be my way.
0: Sam, really nice to talk to you today. Thanks for your time.
1: Yeah, thank you very much. Cheers,
0: cheers. So Money Made Simple, Managing Your Money, a guide for all New Zealanders available now through some bookstores as a gift with purchase promotion. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy.